All right, our special guest uh, in Texas right now is a former Oriole and former Texas Ranger, Raphael Palmero. Raffy, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're good. So this is the first time in how many years you've been able to say I'm either sore or not sore after a game. <laughs> how are you this morning? I'm pretty good, actually. I feel pretty good. Um, you know, we do have a turf field, so it's a little bit hard on the on the knees. But um, you know, my teammates that are half my age are complaining about it, so um, I'm not going to worry about it too much. But uh, I feel great. I feel great, actually. So you see, you were right all those years that playing on that turf is a pain in the butt. <laughs> it is. It's it's tough. You know, I would I would much rather play on uh, on a grass field. Rafi, Rafi, let me ask you this: uh, you you've been gone from the game twelve years. Uh, your sons have been playing. Patrick is now with you uh, down there uh, in, in Cleburne with, with the Railroaders. Uh, we've had Preston on this show a couple of different times in the last two years, and and his career with the Orioles uh, in A-ball is has gone off, to, I think, to a pretty good start. What made you decide that this is something you wanted to do after 12 years away from the game? You know, it, nothing specifically, really. I just, uh, you know, I've been I've been involved with their careers, and I've been involved with uh, workouts um, with them. You know, uh, swinging the bat with them, uh, hitting them ground balls, fly balls, throwing batting practice. Um, you know, I took batting practice with them throughout the years. So it just came to me one one night this off season. I don't know if we were talking about baseball. It was, I think, during the uh, the winter meetings. And uh, I just thought, you know, I, I think I can do this. I, you know, I've been working out. I've been, you know, I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. And I thought, you know, I, I think I can do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a try. And I just, uh, I didn't look back and uh, started calling around. And really the only, the only serious team was the, uh, the railroaders down there in Cleveland. Now, now you tried to get somebody to give you a, a minor league de- or a, you know a, a non spring training spring invite. training invite. Yes. Uh, was that just the Orioles and the Rangers, or were there other teams involved? No, I didn't really call uh, any other teams because I just you know just knowing the two organizations and um, I really wanted to do it here in Texas because it's just you know here in my home it's uh, um, you know I didn't really want to. If my option was to do it here. Obviously, if someone else would have given me an opportunity, I would have I would have left. But I I really wanted to do it here. And then I uh, talked with the Orioles a little bit, and um, they were kind of sort of interested in the beginning a little bit. You know, if they were intrigued about it, but they never did. You know, jump on it. And then the Rangers just was, were never. They were just never interested. You know, they had they have some young players uh, that were ready or in the wings there to, to come up. And actually they are up here now because they've had so many injuries. So I just, it wasn't a good fit. So, well, I, um, you know, it, it didn't work out. I always think of the, the line my mother used to always say, and of course everybody's mother tells him this, it's just like riding a bike. Once you do it, you get back on it, you can do it again. And from watching all the video I saw of you in the batting cages and things of that nature, and uh, certainly talking to Preston up here, you know, he said there's no question about it. In his mind, you can do this. And, and, you know, the swing is always there, and you look just as good as you ever did swinging a bat. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's like riding a bike. You never forget. 
how to do it. You know, the only thing is, is that instead of going, you know, 30 miles an hour down the road, you're going 20. So <laughs> I, it's, uh, you used to it's have a, a you used to have a Porsche as a body. Now you got a VW, yeah. you know, well, actually, I actually body wise, my body is, is better shape. Okay. Believe it or not. Uh, because I, I have, you know, I'm a, doing a better diet okay and i'm actually really working out seriously now during my career i didn't i didn't take the working out part of it and the running and the, the cardio part of it i didn't take it seriously i i just focused more on the you know the skills part of the game you know the hitting and the fielding and that part of it and didn't spend too much time uh running or you know lifting weights but now that's part of my daily routine so body-wise i feel great I just need to, you know, I've only had uh, over the last, because we only had about a week of spring training or less than that. I've only had like eight or ten at-bats. Um, and so it's tough to, and we had the season opener last night. So, you know, even though I'm not facing uh, big league pitching, it's still a little tough to get the timing down because I obviously haven't played in so long. But it felt it felt normal. It felt like I, you know, like I've done this before at some point in my life. So, uh, it's just a matter of time. I get a few more games in and a few more bats. I'll be fine. What? So, Raphael, I'm just curious. I'm always intrigued by players that try and come back in any sport. So, what would the wind up be to this? In other words, are you hoping now to show enough to to regain some interest by a major league club, or is it just now to prove a point that you can go out there and compete with young guys half your age? Well, I, I definitely would, you know, like to maybe get picked up. I mean, I, I'm not okay. doing this just to to prove to myself that I can play at a at a double A level, let's say, for instance, because right. I think that's kind of where that's kind of the type of players that I'm playing with. Right. These are young guys, and so um, I knew that I could do that. I just want to show enough that maybe someone will give me a chance and. Give me an opportunity, maybe get get back in the minor leagues and work my way up. In terms of uh, the last twelve years and getting yourself into this position, how tough how tough has it been on you? And how long did it take you to to put the end of the major league career away uh, for you? I mean, to, to just kind of dismiss it now and. You played all those years. Everybody knows what the numbers were. Everybody knows how it ended for you. But how how long did it take you? Well, I put it this way: for about two years, I didn't watch baseball on TV. Mm-hmm. I uh, I you know not that baseball was responsible for anything that happened to me, but I actually hated baseball. Uh, and I, you know, for someone that played baseball from the time I was a little kid, and I loved it. I mean, I absolutely loved baseball. Um, for the way that it ended for me after everything that I had put into it, you know, my whole life and effort and um, just gave it all that I ever had. Um, yeah, I, when everything happened, I just didn't even want to watch baseball on TV. Never went to a baseball game um, at the stadium here in Arlington to watch the Rangers or anyone else. And it was even hard to go watch my kids play uh, when they were little, when they were, you know, in middle school and junior high and high school and so it was tough but it you know it just started becoming easier and easier as the time went by and you know then I became eligible for the hall of fame and I got a few votes and 
you know, things were a little, uh, you know, as, t- as time went by, it just, that, uh, that bitterness and anger, um, just kind of went away. And, um, now I'm just, I'm not worried about it anymore. I mean, it's just, it happened. It's, it's, I can't do anything about the past. I can't do anything about what happened in the past. And so now it's just, uh, you know, I, maybe things will be different here this time around. And if not, then I can live with it. Well, you know, I, it'll be, it'll be a fun experience. I'm, I'm playing with Patrick, my son. And, uh, you know, worst case scenario, that's, if that's what it is, it's awesome because not, not too many dads can say that they played with the sons. Well, I know one thing I'll, you know, having covered you twice, first time here for five years, and then your last two here in Baltimore, uh, I, I'm not putting anything past you. And, and in terms of maybe getting to the goal that you want to get to, I mean, I know what your work ethic's like, and I know, I know you, so from that standpoint, I'll always be rooting for you. But I will say this. Uh, people on the outside say, well, you know, he's just doing this maybe to, you know, the Hall of Fame thing, but also, you know. But I think this is more just you trying to, you know, you love the game of baseball. You're trying to, you know, kind of go out on your terms, if you will. Yeah, well, believe me, it's not about the Hall of Fame because I've, I've been asked this every interview that I've done so far. They've asked me, you know, is this about the Hall of Fame and getting the clock started? Absolutely not. I don't want the clock to start again. I don't want that. You know, I never played baseball for the Hall of Fame. In fact, you know, most of my career, I never even thought about it. I was just playing baseball. You know, it's, it was what I did for a living. It was how I supported my family. And it's a game that I loved as a child growing up. So I was living out my dream. Um, so that's why I played baseball. Towards the end, when my numbers started accumulating and people were were saying, oh, you know, you, you have a chance at the Hall of Fame and you have a chance to get 500 home runs and 3,000 hits and all of that stuff. That's when I started thinking about it, but it was never important. It was nothing. It was something that I didn't strive for. I, I wanted to play baseball because I loved it. I wanted to play on championship teams, get to the World Series, but it wasn't about the Hall of Fame. I don't want that clock to start. That's gone and over with. The only the only thing that I've got left with the Hall of Fame is I think the Veterans Committee is coming up in the next few years. And if that happens, I would be grateful and it would be an awesome deal. But if not, it's not going to change my life. I've already accepted the fact that my time my time came and went, uh, went as far as the Hall of Fame. So the clock's not going to start. I want it to start. I want people to know that it's not about the Hall of Fame. This is about me. This is about me proving to myself but I can do it at the age of 53 and maybe God willing, you know, I can sit down one day in front of all of you in front of all the media and say goodbye. Thank you to all the people that I needed to thank and thank the media for allowing it to happen because I never had that opportunity. So if that happens, great. And if it doesn't happen, like I said, I'm going to be playing with my son and that's the thrill of a lifetime. Raphael, let me ask you a slightly different angle to this this whole topic. There's a, a lot of former ball players uh, that weren't even close to you in terms of their performance and their ability and how smart they were as hitters. That then went on to teaching hitting. Is 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 that something that interests you at all? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's um, obviously you know coaching. I mean, I, I do it now. I've been doing it. Uh, with with little kids, and I've been doing it with my son's teammates, and so anytime I get to, to teach hitting and to coach others, I do it. Um, but you know, 
throughout the last so many years, I've focused more on wanting to be able to go see my kids play and not be, uh, you know, tied down to a job, whether right. it's the minor leagues or somewhere else, where I can't go see Preston or Patrick when they were in college or even now in the minor leagues. So it is kind of tough, uh, you know, that I now I'm playing and I can't go see Preston, for instance, up in Maryland. Right. But it's okay because this is not, I mean, this is not going to be a long-term deal where I'm going to be playing for the next five or ten years. Right. Um, but, yes, definitely, I would be interested down the road if, uh, if a door would open up for me. I would look at it, definitely, yes. I, I haven't seen Patrick in quite a few years, but I have seen Preston, obviously, a couple different times in the last two years, and they always say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. And I look at that swing of his, and I that's all I see is you. <laughs> yeah, he has a very similar swing, and, you know, when he was little, he, he copied uh, he copied his swing from Ken Griffith. He, he wanted to be like, uh, like Junior. But as he got older, he started, you know, doing more things like me, and he started doing his little tap. And so yeah, it's it's scary because it's it's it almost looks identical to my swing. So I keep telling him, you know, because sometimes when he struggles, he gets upset, and I just tell him, look, you have the swing that I do, so you have a big league swing. Just keep working, keep grinding, and things will work out. And I believe that he has a, a future uh, in this game and hopefully in the big leagues. Well, I know one thing. He, he's gone from first base to second base, and that's what kind of a uh, – That's an interesting That's change. an interesting kind yeah. of move. Yeah, and I couldn't help him with it. When they, when they <laughs> told him that he was going to go to second base, I said, you better find somebody that can help you because I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Just be careful with, uh, with the runners coming in there and taking you out. But I guess – the game has changed so much that you can't really take out the second baseman anymore. I'll just tell you this, Raphael, the Orioles, and I know you know who I'm going to be talking about here in a second. Terry Crowley has been an organizational hitting coach in the Orioles minor leagues. And I'm not, I'm not saying he's still going full bore at it, but boy, between Norfolk, Delmarva, Frederick and Bowie, there's a lot of Oriole prospects within a couple hours uh, you know Brady Anderson pretty well. I think that's worth a conversation uh, at some point in time. I'm just giving you my two cents. Okay, yeah, you're right. I do know Brady. You know, yeah. me and I were teammates, obviously. And uh, at some point, I'll, I'll give him that call. Yeah, and I would think that would be something during an off early in an off season. Say, hey, I'd really like to do this or look into it. Could we? Could I come to Baltimore and talk? And uh, yeah. I'll bet he'd be open to talking to you. Because Crowley, Crowley, Crowley's not going to go on forever. <laughs> no, I understand. He's a good man. I had a chance to to be with him some, and so uh, Terry's a wonderful uh, guy and a great yeah, he's hitting a great coach. man. He understands hitting. All right, all right. Look, uh, you got work to do though before we even start to talk about that. You got to put put a good season together because we'll we'll I be will. we'll be watching for sure. I know, and there's a lot of people that are expecting. Uh, for me to be the type of player that I was back when I played. So I've, I've got to stay focused for me to reach that level again. All right. Rafi, thank you very much for coming on with us. Thanks a lot, pal. Appreciate it. You got it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. All right.